When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S dot com. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey.
Folks, that, that, wow, it is so bad it's good with Ryan Bailey. This is Ryan Bailey. Uh, this is your Monday episode. That, kids, if you don't know, that's that's what we call the 80s. Uh, a lot of 80s songs in that one. And sometimes you gotta just, you gotta... You got to do throwbacks. You got to remember what has come before this. There, God, there were so many. I've been in such a, um, I've been like thinking so much about the past lately, not in a bad way, but just in like a pop culture sense of, uh, of just things that I used to be obsessed with. I think I was reading Danny Pellegrino's book and he has such an appreciation for pop culture and, and things like that. And I was thinking about all the things that I used to love and what I used to really be obsessed with. And it's kind of cool because I'm still fairly obsessed with all of the same things. But it's so cool that we have this like kind of rich history, uh, a tapestry, if you will, of all of this stuff that we grew up loving. And we get to talk about it here. We get to talk about it for another week. So welcome to the show, folks. I hope you had the best weekend ever. Uh, I had a pretty good weekend. It was nice. Um, I'm, uh, I, don't, I think I told you guys on Friday I'm dieting or I'm not di- – I'm eating right and I'm working out every day and I've, I'm feeling good. So let's hopefully keep that continuing into this week. We've got a lot of great guests this week. Today is our Pop Culture Roundup with Sophie, but we got a lot of great surprises um, for you the rest of the week. Uh, are you guys like – I watched so much TV this weekend um, and it was great. Like I'm not complaining, but – I got to tell you, the amount of scammers that I'm watching right now, like, why am I not scamming? Some, like, I feel like I need to be scamming you guys or something, or like I need to be getting scammed because eventually I want to be on a TV show. Why can't that be me getting scammed? These people wind up with like four-part Netflix documentary things. I, You know, come on. I want that. Somebody scam me. I dare you to scam me, but make sure it's good. I want to have a TV show. So you guys, I watched this four-part docuseries, Bad Vegan on Netflix. I highly recommend it. Some people think it's a little slow, but I kind of, I got into it. Like it it was really great. I talk about it with Sophie a little bit in this, and I'm going to talk about it more later on in the week with a guest. Uh, So that will be covered. But so we got that going. We had just had the Tinder Swindler Netflix documentary. We have the dropout about Elizabeth Holmes and Theranos, that mess on Hulu right now, which is excellent. We had the Anna Delvey Netflix series, which was so-so, which we can be picky about our scammers now. We're like, that's not good enough. (laughs) That's not a good enough scammer for me. Like, I don't love how they did that as a TV show. Like, I love that we get to be snotty about shit like that. And then 
on Apple TV, We Crashed, which is centered around the WeWork debacle that happened. Uh, Jared Leto and Anne Hathaway, the first three episodes are up on uh, on Apple TV, which Apple TV is the weirdest thing. It's like they have so much fucking money. Oh, sorry, kids. Sorry. Ear Muffet, guys. I'm so sorry. I realize this is a family show. <laughs> um, it is... Apple TV has so much – like Apple as a company has so much money that I don't even – I think they do the Apple TV, like the, the shows that they produce just as like for shits and giggles. Like I, I sometimes don't even think they care because it's some of the worst advertising for shows that I see. Like they have Ted Lasso on there and I feel like they didn't even want Ted Lasso to succeed. It kind of succeeded in spite of, a, you know, Apple TV not really promoting it that much. And, uh, but it's really good. The we like, I, I'm not a huge fan of Jared Leto. In fact, I just don't like him, but he's really good in this. And that shows that I'm growing as a person that I can say that. Um, I still haven't seen House of Gucci. Isn't that horrible? I was so obsessed with talking about House of Gucci and I never saw it. What kind of person am I? Like, is there a thing like you just, I heard so many bad things that first week that I think it scared me. Like it scared me bad. And now of course I'm going to see it. It's just, I'm not rushing to see it. If that makes sense. Um, oh, also you guys, I've got to give a big thumbs up to below deck down under. And you may ask Ryan, why are you talking? No, you may ask, Ryan, what is Below Deck Down Under? I'm glad you asked. Uh, Peacock, the streaming service, which I get no money from, uh, they have created all of this content, like Real Housewives Ultimate Curls Trip, um, you know, things specifically for the Peacock Network, Real Housewives of Miami, which is now they are going to be moving over to Bravo, but they premiere over on Peacock, is that they're doing the same thing with Below Deck. They have Below Deck Down Under, and Aisha is the chief stew. Uh, remember Aisha? She's like really – oh, she's so – like I believe uh, New Zealand, like best accent, best smile, so positive. We got a new captain. We got an asshole chef. All the components are there. The first three episodes have launched over on Peacock this past week. I really highly recommend it. It is a Below Deck franchise. That's all I can say is that if you like the format of Below Deck, you'll love this. It's it's like holy shit we get like I love below deck so it's like nice we get another one of those I'm very very excited about that I highly recommend it I'm gonna try I need to try to get some uh, one of the cast members from below deck I would love to talk to Aisha she just would cheer me up so much she's just she's just bubbling all the time if you guys know who I'm talking about you know how it's like wow. <laughs> It's like, wow. Uh, I also do know that I owe you guys a Kardashian podcast. I kind of got like, I had this like big talk with like, oh, should I do this? Should I, I'm going to go ahead and do it uh, because that the Ellen interview with the Kim thing is just too good. Um, so I'm going to be dropping that as a single episode though. It's not going to, it's, it's just going to be in addition to what I already have planned this week. But I just think like I need to talk about it because the Ellen DeGeneres Kim Kardashian interview is just so batshit crazy to me that I need to break this down. Also, we need to talk as a family. I'm considering recapping the Kardashians on Hulu. Now, a lot of pe people might be saying, Ryan, I kind of figured you are going to do that because you recapped the entire last season uh, of the E! show. Uh, but I know a lot of people are torn on the Kardashians, but I think I love making fun of them. I love talking about them I because I think it just it, it crosses over with so much pop culture stuff and if that's like the Friday episode I think that might be good I don't know maybe or maybe I'll just put it over on Patreon I don't know but I have to I it's going to be such a mess 
Like, it's going to be such a mess, and I'm going to need to talk about it with you guys. I mean, I just, a fair warning. If you guys can't handle it, I appreciate that, but I think we need to, I think I can't miss out on this. It's a big thing. And the only thing, like, the only wish I could have is that we could all watch it and they didn't know it. Like, I don't want them to get, like, rating success, even though it's Hulu and they'll never really release the real ratings. But I, like, I want them to think five people are watching it. Like, we all pass around, like, one copy of it. Maybe if we could do that. Oh, my God, you guys. Last night when I couldn't sleep, I was watching old episodes of Teen Mom on Pluto TV. Dude. Have you gone back and watched like teen, like early teen mom from MTV? It is a trip. Now, I know this isn't going to surprise any of you guys, but as a young man, I would watch, like I was, I was a teen mom fan. I was a Gary fan. I was, I would watch teen mom every week. Like I watched teen mom. I think when I still had a, uh, what, what was it? VHS? Was it what I, did I like tape it? No, I think it, I had TiVo at that time, but like it is dark like it is dark like you see farah abraham like and the mom and the dad relationship and you see how you kind of see why farah is the way she is now it is it, it, it like i was watching it like jaw dropped like i stayed up for two more hours just like it, it, like macy and ryan ryan you know, like it was it was wild. I really highly it's it was just crazy to see. And I was thinking about like that show's been on the air so long. And like what would those kids do without that show? Like what would their lives have been like? It completely changed the the, the paths of their lives forever. And I think some might say in a more complicated way, but also like probably in a way better way. Like I, I just I mean, you think about Caitlin and Tyler, and I was like looking at Tyler's dad and Caitlin's mom who used to date. It was wild. It is crazy. Like I said earlier, the rich tapestry thing, we have this tapestry now of shows that we've seen for over like, you know, we're, we're, we're coming on like decades. Like, you know, you're going to have the, these shows have been in our lives so much. And that's why we have such a soft spot in our heart for them. But it's weird to go back and revisit it. You got it. Because then all these like memories from your own life flood back of like remembering when you're like, oh, I remember watching this win. Um, anyways, so I highly recommend doing that at some point, but only if you can mentally handle it, because I know that can be sometimes a lot. Um uh, so if you want to help out the podcast, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I'd like to thank uh, Maritza Lopez, who does all my graphics, and she's been doing a lot of Patreon with me. Always uh, a great person, Sandra, who has been amazing at booking the guests on the show. Uh, ama- like, I mean, I have so many good people surrounding this show. So thank you, everybody that supports this. It, it really, not a day goes by that I really don't appreciate it, even if I'm not able to say it to everybody like i know i don't get to get around to all of my dms which i'm trying to be better about it but it's it's hard for me it's just i'm not good at this at, at that part of it even though i really love it like i get so excited if i have my phone and people are dming me and i can actually open it i'm like what's up and if somebody says something nice i'm like no way that's so fucking cool and then i think i freak them out <laughs> um no i wanted to say happy birthday to haley uh, happy birthday, Haley. I said I was going to mention you on the podcast. Hopefully uh, your family got you that cameo. Hopefully they knew 
hopefully you know who I am. If you don't, that was just a horribly embarrassing cameo that you got from me. And also, I wanted to give a shout out to Heather, who got a cameo for me to give her advice because she had like a first date today. It was somebody, and I was like, you have come to the wrong place for dating advice. But my God, like, I think I probably made it where I was like, you got to be sweaty, right? Like, I would be totally sweaty. It's it's really, uh, like, I kind of had that thing where, like, I was so happy making the cameo because I realized, like, I was like, oh, good. I'm not, I don't have to go on that first date because you guys know me in first dates. It's not a good scenario for anybody, for anybody involved, for me, for them. Uh, it's just wild. So, uh, I, uh, Heather, I hope, I hope, I hope I want to hear about this first date. I didn't hear anything from you this evening it's like 12 40 a.m on monday morning so i'm really scared that the date might have got or maybe the date went really well and you know maybe 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 some actions happening i don't know who knows who knows anyways let's have a great week folks we got this let's do this together slowly and just remember by the time you're listening to this we can already count monday done 20 percent over now monday night remember summer house is back on the air we have the part two of Lindsay's birthday party with austin douchebag kroll and I cannot wait. And then Tuesday, if you have serious satellite radio, I will be on Reality Checked with Amy Phillips in studio. I get to actually go in the studio, which is a dream of mine. I've never been like uh, uh, I, I, I have serious satellite radio. I got it when Sirius first hired Howard Stern like so long back in the day. And now I get to go in the studio. I am pinching myself you guys so if you uh if you have serious listen to me that listen to me on that on tuesday and uh real housewives of new jersey is on on tuesday night real housewives of oc is on wednesday night we have a cornucopia of amazing stuff to watch right now now love after lockup is it life after lockup or love after lockup on, on we tv on friday i've been watching it and it is just uh it's a mess it is a mess. I don't know if you guys dig it. Like, I dig it, but it's, it's, I really have to think a little bit more how I feel about it because it's just another one of those where you're just slack jawed the whole time. You're like, what am I watching? People exist like this. This is crazy. Um, and then, uh, and then last but not least, I wanted to mention 90 Day Fiance tonight. Now, I've been, talking about this on Monday is just a couple minutes here and there, but it is, it is, I don't, I I was about to say it's the show that keeps on giving, but that's not true. This is, this is a nightmare of a show. This guy, Benjamin and Mahogany, I talked about like Benjamin has like one good eye and one kind of droopy eye. And he keeps talking about like his love of the Lord, which is great. Like I'm happy if people love the Lord, but then like last week he got revealed, he got a DUI and it was like, Whoa, Jesus did not take the wheel, Benjamin, huh? Like this guy is falling apart. Like, dude, men, we can't handle, uh, we can't handle when shit goes bad. Like we, we end up getting DUIs and stuff like that. Like, it's just like, like we got to watch out for Tom Schwartz right now. We really, really do. We got to keep an eye on Tom Schwartz. But anyways, Benjamin and Mahogany, which who, like, I don't, like, I spent the first half of this 90 Day Fiance season thinking he was getting catfished. There's no mahogany. I still don't think this is the real mahogany because the stuff all they texted about, she never knows what he's talking about. Like, I don't understand. And he keeps, like, he keeps, keeps saying, if, if if God wants me to be, us to be together, he'll let us be together. I'm like, 
don't put that kind of pressure on God. That is so not fair to God. Like God is literally like, do you know there's a war going on and I have to worry about your dumbass? You flew all the way here. Like, dude, what about the places you live? I literally put women there that were supposed to be attracted to you. You just are blind because of that wonky eye, which don't blame me for your wonky eye. That's your, you know, but like, I just would imagine if God knows, like if God knows that 90 Day Fiance exists, he's just going to be like this really truly was not my plan this is not how i this is not how i saw things going it just it isn't ah, truly the golden age of television folks truly the golden age of television um some quick hits uh we saw that Jax taylor was i got this uh sent to me because he's blocked me of course uh rightfully so uh is he was all dressed up and he's like still got it and he was in vegas eating wings and then he what, what he was like they hired this uh wedding hired him to be a bartender and they flew him over private to vegas which is like could you imagine going to a wedding and the bartender was Jax taylor would you not just sit there like would you i would just i i would just either stand there all night or i'd be like Pomptini, yeah, make me a Pomptini. I would just like roast him the whole night. Like I don't, well, not. I mean, in reality, I would just like probably hide. Uh, but I mean, could I? That just wouldn't that be like the most bizarre wedding ever? Oh, you guys, have you ever like imagined doing that? If like you were rich, rich, like you know, rich people, how they hire like actual like musicians, like real. Like I would love to hire Girl Talk, who's like a mashup DJ that I play a lot that I love. Like I would love to hire him for a party. Like, ah, like if I was rich, I would be so cool. Like seriously, not like cigarette smoking cool, but like so cool. Like I would do cool shit, man. I would be like, I've, I've always thought that I'd be like, okay, get to the Burbank airport, 5 p.m. Friday. I've rented out a whole plane. We're going to Hawaii. And I would just tell my friends, I said, yay, just plan on being there for the weekend. And I would, I would put everybody up. I would have some activities. Like, could you like, that's, I heard Adam Sandler did that for, does that for all of his friends still. And it's like, that's the only time when I sometimes wish I could go back to my twenties, but only if I could be rich. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to go back to my twenties without the guarantee that if I, if I take you back, you're like rich. And then I'd be like, take me back. Let's do this. Oh, also, Britney Spears is back on Instagram. So we did a story last week how she was off Instagram. She is back on Instagram. Kanye West has not come back to Instagram, but his account is active again because Instagram banned him for 24 hours. And I think that's good, man. When I see people stay away from social media, I'm always – it's like – it's like that speech in Goodwill Hunting where Ben Affleck tells uh, Matt Damon. He's like, every day I come to pick you up. And I pray that you don't come to the door. You need to get out of this town. You know, because you got the goods. Like, I always think about people like, I'm like, yo, man, stay away from, like, social media. Like, have, like, an account just so people know you're not crazy. But don't, like, it's like, come on, man. Stay far away. You can do this, Kanye. Stay far away. You do not need this. Come on. Anyways, uh, I'm just rambling at this point. Oh my god, you guys! I've like deleted and re-record. I'm I'm literally having a crisis of confidence. I'm like, oh my god, you suck! Right? I do not know what to say. Anywho, I don't need to worry about that because I have a whole interview with Sophie Ross. So let's just get to that. I have a great rest of the week planned. So many cool guests, so many good bits. The return of villain Becky Bailey. It's going to be a great week. So let's make it a great week. Thank you guys for joining in on this with me. Uh, and here she is. 
Sophie Ross. Welcome to Monday, folks. We have to do it all again. So let's do it with a somewhat of a smile on our face and just thank God you're not a scammer like everybody else in the history of the world right now that's on Netflix or any kind of general TV. Today, we're going to go through all of that and with our Monday co-host, but I want to mention not only is she a writer, not only can you check out her Substack, but you can now check her. If you're ever like, I love Sophie. I would love a lot less Ryan. I need to tell you guys about a new podcast that Sophie has started. It is awesome. You've got to check it out. You've got to subscribe. You've got to rate and review something really nice. And I'm on the first episode. I think it's called So True with Sophie Ross. I believe it's going to be, we're going to find out. Sophie, welcome back to the show. Hello. <laughs> wow. You truly are a full podcaster now. Wow. That was, just I know. Oh voice. my God. Look at me. Thank you. Yeah. The first episode was so fun. Thank you so much, Ryan, for doing it. But um, yeah, it's called So True. And we talk about what all the girlies are talking about. So of course, you know, your sister had to be on the first episode, right? Yeah, exactly. Ryan is one of the girlies, yeah. as we all know. As we all know, but um, yeah, having Wait, so what, much what day fun does it come out? Bar. What day does it come out? Every, every week oh, is it the same our, day? our newest episode is coming out on Tuesday. Okay, cool. So if we yeah, subscribe, and our last episode right came out on Tuesday too. So yeah, Tuesdays. Tuesdays are the day. So you can listen to this on Monday. You yeah. can listen to that on Tuesday. You've got your plant, you're fine. And you're going to be able to talk to a lot of the other really cool girlies that I, I do know you actually know and work with. So it'll, it'll actually yes. kind of be cool. Yeah. Yes. I'm very excited for some of the guests I have lined up. Actually, this week is my first solo episode that I've like ever done. And Ooh. actually I've done a solo episode before, but the person I did it for ended up cutting it and never used it and like never said anything about it. They just like never put it up. And so I was like, it must've been really bad. Wait, you did a solo episode for somebody else's podcast? Yeah, I'll tell you who it was. It's someone <laughs> you know, but I'll tell you who it was after we Okay, but, perfect. Um, yeah, I know that's super enticing. You definitely want to hear my solo episode now, but I was really nervous about it. No, no, no. I like, I, I conquered my fear. So well, I'm excited And that's that. the funny thing when you, when you, I remember doing the, First episode was so bad. It's good. And I thought I couldn't talk for more than 10 minutes. And I was like, there's just yeah. no way. There's no way I can talk for more than 10 minutes. And I turned, I was sadly mistaken. I wish I could only just talk for 10 minutes now, but you'll find like, you'll get stronger and stronger. Yes. And it's, it's really is one of the weirdest muscles that I've ever uh, grown over the past couple of years. You know? Yes. I thought the same thing. I was like, oh my God, this is going to be like a 15 minute episode. Like how am I? And I ended up talking for 45 minutes. And you probably um, could have talked longer. I bet. Yeah, exactly. But when you have a guest, obviously it's so much, I mean, I'm sure. That's what I'm saying. That's why I love Mondays. Things. I've been on podcasts. Yeah, it's so much easier to go back and forth with someone to have a conversation. Yeah. And doing it solo is actually really, it's really hard. So your solo podcasters that you know, give them some love and some props <laughs> because yeah. it's not easy. Um, well, yeah, I, I did a OC recap by myself on Friday and I, I literally feel like I'm going crazy when I do it by myself now because I'm like doing voices. Yes. And doing all, it's like, I feel like That's I'm just I like, felt if, too, Ryan, because Bob wasn't there. It was just me. My producer, Bob wasn't there. And I was just like talking to myself in the living room. And it was like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, thank God I don't have kids. They would be so disappointed in their dad. He's like in the other room making, making voices and like, <laughs> uh, oh my God. Did you, did you see Lisa? Did you see Lisa Rinna try to do that TikTok where Isn't she it like? Funny that all you have to say is "Hey," yeah. and we all know who you're talking about. But she did a TikTok this weekend. You got I got it sent to me so many times where she was doing that TikTok uh, thing where they 
you know, take a piece of audio. This was from Whitney Cummings podcast of like, you say a curse word. Yeah. What? Fuck. <laughs> Lisa Rinna did that voice, but then she goes, ha ha. And then she looks at the camera. She's like, ha 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 ha. And it was so scary. It was oh like, my God, she was she's like so evil. She's so evil and scary. Honestly, like I'm it's a Disney terrified of Lisa Rinna. I would be, if I would, I would guaranteed walk the other way. If Lisa Rinna was in my general vicinity. Oh, absolutely. I'm sure you've like, haven't wasn't she at andy cohen's um hollywood star she was she was yes she was you have been in her vicinity i yeah but i was like in deep camouflage i was like i was and and i'm so petty even as uh, you know an older man i'm so petty like i was like clapping for garcelle and then for lisa i was just like i was just crossed arms like okay (laughs) I was like, yeah, I'm not going to be clapping for you. And this old man next to me, not me, but you're like, I'm man. not excited. Yeah. I like, no, thank you. Garcelle. Garcelle. <laughs> um, it's so ridiculous. Um, just like pop culture. Um, I guess we got to talk a lot. We got a lot of things to talk about. Let's start off with something, I guess, dramatic in the sense that, um, it started off kind of funny, depending on how you want to look at it. But Countess Luann was filmed at a, uh, I guess a New York, piano a gay piano bar and he was obviously drunk and she was hogging the microphone and she was singing about she was like oh fuck you and people were like shouting her down and she finally got kicked out and she did the first thing of like oh I, I had a rehearsal in the area and we had had a drink. It's not a big deal. And then she realized it was a big deal because it spread around of like you know, all the blogs and all of that stuff. And she made another statement um, yesterday saying this week after a regrettable incident, I was faced with the truth. I want to apologize to the staff at townhouse and anyone else I may have offended by my behavior. Clearly my struggles with alcohol are real while I've made great strides over the years. There's been times I've fallen. It's one day at a time I'm in recovery and taking steps to ensure this doesn't happen again. I'm grateful to my family and my friends for their constant support. Sincerely Luann. What are your thoughts? Good for Luann. She took accountability she apologized. She realized, you know, she has a problem. She has an addiction. And um, yeah, it's just, it's not easy. I feel like, you know, anyone in recovery will tell you that I'm not personally, but like anyone who is in recovery will tell you that it's like a roller coaster is what I've heard. Um, so yeah, I mean, good for Luann for recognizing that she has a problem. Also imagine the anxiety the next day when you do something like that, like the utter shame, like Anyone who like has blacked out before, you know, the feeling when like the next day you realize you did something really stupid and you're so embarrassed or like you check your phone to see who you were like ballsy enough to text when you were like, I mean, like it's a whole whole shame spiral. I I can't, but I do. She was was clearly blackout. And the one time, did I ever tell you about my encounter with Countess Luann back in 2015? Hi, Sophie. It's 2015. It's me, Countess. What's going on? She was, she was blackout falling really? over and we obviously were like countess like getting selfies we took a big i actually have it on my instagram back in 2015 but um her friends were like okay come on like wrangling her because she like you know was a mess and it was like well, you know the one time i saw her in 2015 but i imagine she's just like she just gets like that where she's not in control and then well, the next day 
This has oh, got to this has got to hurt her uh, Fosé sales. She just had that fake rosé come out on the market, non-alcoholic rosé, which she was like plugging. So that sucks. But it might but also, help it because it she's, might. She's like, oh, I'm you know struggling with my sobriety. If you are too, here's a non-alcoholic wine. Well, here's the other thing that I have to bring up because a lot of people keep mentioning this. And I listen, I was very proud of that statement because my first thing with anything is like take accountability, which it looks like she has. Now, of course, at first she tried to write it off and then she came back and you could argue. And I've heard people say, well, it's because we all called her on it. She finally had to make a statement, which is fine. But she still made a statement. She still actually told the truth, which is the number one thing you want to do. But the other thing I keep hearing is that, well, she's never been sober this whole time. She's always been drinking. She's never not been drinking maybe not to the extent that she was busted. I don't know about that. You guys, I get people that send me reports all the time. Uh, but like I said, those are not, those are people reporting that to me. And I, I don't know, I can't, you know, I'm not going to text Luanna go, yo, are you hammered? Right? Like, I don't know. Um, but I do hope at this point, when you see this happen enough, all you, you know, whether it's your friends or family, you just hope they actually do get some help because there's no shame in that. And just, it just sucks. Like alcohol is one of those weird things is that you can handle it sometimes up until the point that you can't. And certain people, it completely changes their personality. Um, and it just, especially if you have a career like Luann right now, you got to be on, you know, she's doing a five, you know, she's doing five nights at the El Rey theater in Los Angeles in a couple months. Can you, I, I'm going to go to all five nights. I think you should like the great, like, do you think she'll change up her set list? Like grateful dead does every night. Yeah. She's an artiste. Yeah. Of course. Like, Here's one from the uh, 73. And I'll be like the one guy like recording, like I'll be trading cassettes in the front. Like, yo, you got Luann 83 in there. I've got a killer <laughs> performance from the uh, uh, Luann 2009 show. Um, no, I really no, wish her the best. I like, I really, yeah. There's, yeah wish also, the if somebody like, just it, it's if a struggle willing, if somebody's willing to just say yeah that was me mm -hmm. i did do that like do you know how rare that is anymore like nobody does that anymore yeah you have to admit that you i mean yeah she took accountability and she also just has to admit that she has a problem and yeah she still does clearly so, and I'm sure all of these other like crazy Luann stories that have come out in the past on like Demois and stuff, I'm sure she was wasted in all of them, yeah. you know? Well, like, I told you how I saw- terrible things I've heard about Luann and it's like, well, you know, it does, it's not it's an still, excuse, it, it, but like- It's still Luann. It's still somebody that grew up like Upper East Side. It's still, you know, it's still the right. same person we've watched. It's not, nothing's out of the realm of possibility, but it does become less cute as you get older. Like I was telling you when I saw Sonia at that Super Bowl party a couple weeks ago, and, you know, at first she was like the Sonia that you're like, oh, my God, she's so fun. She's so fun. And that lasted all about 25 minutes because she had had too much to drink and mm -hmm. she had to be taken out of there. Yeah. And it was like it, it became, you know, what we thought, like, you know, those things that we love about these characters, you know, it's like really fun and funny. And then the reality of that situation is that we only get to spend a very small time with them each week. And the reality of dealing with that, at, you know, like you just hope that they have good people around them mm -hmm. to be able to take them off. But she wasn't able to watch the Super Bowl. She was like, she had to be taken out of there. And that was like, that sucks because she's awesome, oh you know? Oh, God. I just can't even. Again, the, I'm just imagining the anxiety of getting so drunk at that big age that you need to be carried out of somewhere. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, my God. That's what I don't get. It's like, why keep? I know that alcoholism is a disease. Still, so it's like, I, I just, it just stresses yeah. me out. It stresses me out because it's, I know how embarrassing that I've gotten that drunk before in my youth. 
I'm sure you have too, Ryan. And it's like the worst feeling the next day. But I got, I got that last Friday. What are you they talking about in my youth? Last Friday. Yeah. They do it consistently because they have problems with alcohol. And it's just like, oh, I just can't even imagine the anxiety. Um, yeah, no, it really is. It's awful. Here's something else that's awful, depending on how you look at it. And you said you're feeling like a sassy bitch before we came on. I here, am a Sophie. sassy bitch. I'm you just did like, say oh. that because you've been yeah. going all weekend. You were with the fam. Um, what are your thoughts? We had the news finally confirmed to us that Katie and Schwartz from Vanderpump Rules, 12 years of a perfect relationship down the drain. They have admitted that they are separating, probably divorcing. But then yet this Saturday, Katie then posted a picture with them having a cocktail saying it's all good, which is very, you know, like, what, what are your thoughts? What, you know, I, 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 I gotta say I was sad about that, too. I think they've always been better as friends. Yes. So I think that them going out for cocktails, everyone's like, are they rekindling? And it's like, no, if you listen to her, and I actually talked about this on my episodes coming out on Tuesday, but like, I, I feel like it's not surprising at all. Like they were not compatible from the jump. And, um, you know, they were always just like have this like chemistry-less roommate slash friend relationship. So no, they're not like rekindling things. And they were both hot in their twenties. They were both hot in their twenties. Of course they're going to be yeah. like attracted yeah. to each other. It's, it's a very like, special. It's still kind of shocking. Cause I just always thought they would be like miserable together forever, you know? Yeah, I did too. That's why, but I was kind of weirdly proud of them to make like, and, and as Tom said in his statement, it, you know, it seems like it was Katie's decision, which it's like, damn Katie good for you like I'm like holy shit Katie is there a different like and did you listen good to her for podcast? you no you know what I gotta tell you honestly I haven't because that stuff like it's kind of weird, weirdly triggered me this week in terms of oh, my oh, uh divorce like and I know that sounds so silly like I, no, I hate it doesn't at triggered. all it doesn't sound but silly at all I kind of know what I I kind of think I know what she'll end up and I'm gonna listen to it but I just it really made me weirdly sad this week, the entire week, because I just know that period of time that they're in right now is just got to be no matter how like you're, you're, you're running on adrenaline and I'm sure they've gotten so many people supporting them and behind them, but it's still this thing. The thing that always like freaks me out still that you'll wake up in a cold sweat of like, yo, I stood up in front of all of my friends and family and said, this would be forever. And it wasn't, how will anybody ever take me seriously ever again? Like how will any, how can I ever have anybody trust me ever again? And that's like the thing that will sometimes just, or you'll think about those moments in a relationship when it's just you and your partner and you'll be like forever. Right. And you have these really sweet moments where it's like this really, and you know, they had those same moments. Of course it was in a bed with candy and watching Polly shore movies, but you know, those moments that nobody else is there for. And you said to each other that you'd be there forever. And that's the shit that still on an off day will get you. And I think everybody goes, that's not unique to me, but it, uh, I just get bummed because you just know then from here on out, no matter which partner they're with, no matter that, you know, like this always happened. And it's even different than, than all of ours because it's documented. It's all documented, you know, like it's all there. And I would be very interested. You know, I'm really excited for Katie. I really am. I think Schwartz has been living a single life for a long time. And I don't mean that. I don't mean that in terms of like cheating. I just mean that, and it was very much like me and my ex. Like I got used to going out with friends without my ex. She didn't want to go out. She did. I mean, like not in a bad, she just, that wasn't her thing. And I was a more of a people person. 
And mm-hmm. Schwartz seems like the same way. And I, I don't know. So I'm really excited for yeah, that. They but- were just not compatible at, like at all ever. Like, and we all yeah. saw it. That was a, like, we, we all, all saw, saw it. it. So you <laughs> like, know, that there, and I've, I've seen people, I saw this exact same thing on my podcast, but like, I've seen people be like, Oh, I'm, I'm good for Katie or like good for Schwartz. Yeah. Because they think Katie is the bad one or good for Katie because no, they think Schwartz is the bad one. It's like they brought out the worst in each other. They were both terrible at times. So like they were both bad. I mean, I was just thinking about like a super cut of all their bad moments of like, you know, like the, you know, I don't like the way I don't like your voice, Katie. Like all the things, like all the worst your things that you could say. To, work. Yeah, like all the worst that's things why, you could say. That's why I don't have sex with her. So, like I mean, it was meanest, the meanest things you can say to if, your partner. I mean, if you're part, on like, television, well, the, the height of romance, I still crack up was in that trip when he just had a bed of candy and he was like, cheers, have at it. Like, you know, like, here's all your candy, like have well, at it. When he poured a drink on her head. Yes. I mean, but also like, I mean, they both equally did weird. Like, oh, but remember when Katie stood up saying that cop prank from Randall Emmett wasn't funny. And, and he was like, how dare you, Katie? Fuck you. Like he was wasting. Sandoval was like, shut up. That's when he said, that's why I don't have sex with her. I just spilled my drink. Oh, are you okay? Yeah. I just spilled my health shake. It's all good. I was like, I was like rocking back and yeah, I'm trying to do this diet um, exercise. I've exercised like six days this week, and it's horrible. It's just oh, awful. Good for you. That's thank awesome. Thank you. Thank you. I'm a hero. Yeah, it's a big, big. Oh my, huge. you're so brave. Can you, I, I'm so ripped right now. It's like crazy. You can't even you're see it. But I mean, I'm ripped. <laughs> I'm, yeah, people are gonna think I'm on roids or something. It's like yeah. wild. Um, okay, so that is sad, but. Uh, we also got a two more, man. The people that are like, I was seeing all these rumors that people were like, well, no 10th season, but there is a rumor that Lala's getting her own show and the Vanderpump oh. rules kid. I'm like, guys, let's stop with the rumors. That's not happening. You know, like, I, I think we've got a pretty solid 10th season coming at us. They haven't made that announcement yet, but I think it's, it's going oh to God, happen. It's going to be must see TV. Exactly. We've got it back. Like their loss is our gain. And yes, yeah. it will be tragic and all of that and stuff. Their but, gain, hey. And their gain because Vanderpump was probably going to be canceled. If not for it, all of this, dude, I, 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 I used to, job. I want to see, I would pay anything to see Katie on a date. I would do. Oh, would we've pay. never seen single. Oh, we've Katie. never, we've never like, I'm dude, really I, excited for that. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm very excited for her. I think they're both just going to be so much happier. And okay. So I listen to her podcast and she basically said that, you know, it was just bubbling up for so long. Yeah. It was so unhappy And she couldn't figure out, she was trying to figure out like what was making her so unhappy. And then the voice in her head just got louder. And she was like, I am unhappy in this marriage. And that telling Schwartz was really difficult. And he was upset, but you know, she knew that she had to choose herself and she just decided to choose herself. And yeah. And she got emotional talking about it. It was a really quick episode. I don't listen to her podcast otherwise because I'm I'm not a huge Katie fan, but um yeah, it's just it's it's very very sad. It made me emotional too. Like we we've just watched them for so long. Of course, we feel like we know them. Like even though we Dude. know it's for the best, like it's still you just it's it's sad. It's painful. It's like just do you 
situation. Do you wonder how much attention Jack, or do you wonder if like Jax has tried to been consoled in all of this? Like, oh my God, he's like, nobody's asked how I'm doing. Wait, shut up. Because Jax got married when Schwartz got married and like had a baby when everyone else had a baby. Now that everyone's splitting up, he's definitely going to split up with Britney. That's what I said. Do you think Britney's scared to death right now? Like, do you think she's like, just what she's like, oh no, Jason's gone. Jax is back. No. <laughs> Cause he'll be like, babe, babe, I got to take Schwartz out tonight. We got to chase tail. He's, he's so down right now. The only yeah. thing that's going to, the only thing that's going to save him is if I cheat on you, do you care about Schwartz or not? <laughs> Sweetheart. <laughs> oh no what does he say sweetie like i hate when he says that how about making me a sandwich yeah like <laughs> you know i make the money around here so is it too much to ask when i come home that a sandwich? A sandwich waiting for me he did that in front he also he did this in front of his mom on that one in front uh, of her mom I, well, yeah one of her mom like that's insane in front of his mother-in-law like he's so insane but anyway, yeah, I would predict that, yes, I think that he is going to see this as the perfect time because it's trendy. Rand is going to be single. Schwartz is single. Like, Jax wow. is Wow. I yeah. mean, if Schwartz goes out, if Schwartz, Randall, and Jax go into a bar, Schwartz has any be- Schwartz has the best odds out of any of those three guys. Oh, for sure. Like, it's like, they. Sure. I mean, like, imagine, like, go, like, Rand, like, just, I, Randall's. Imagine game, Rand like, comes up to you at a bar. Yeah, I mean, what is, does he just like, like, does he just slip you a 20 immediately? Is it like a, like a valet situation where he's like, I'm going to give you 20 just for saying hi to me. You know, like I'm going to just, if you'll talk to me for a minute, here's 20, you know? Yeah. Also like Jax is like a sociopath. Remember at the wedding at his wedding to Brittany, when he was just like mimicking her facial expressions and emotions. Cause he like, doesn't know what human emotions are. It's like Elizabeth Holmes in the dropout. Like yeah. she watches other people's emotions to try yeah, to be able exactly. to replicate them. Exactly. I feel like that's like what he does with like life, like milestones. He's like, oh, I guess it's time to propose. I guess it's time to get married. I guess it's time to have a baby. And now he's like, oh, I guess it's time to split up and live my single life. Like, I feel like that's what he's going to do. I'm I think Jax potentially treats his life like the you Truman think Show. Vegas odds on this? Oh my God. Wouldn't that be amazing to actually convince like Caesars to do odds on the next Vanderpump rules couple to like split. Wait, wait, did I just come up with an amazing business? Plan? You did. I think you might. Okay, yeah. Copyright. I, I'm Shark. copywriting this. I'm, I'm second copywriting. If you, there's yeah, a second person. I don't even think about it. I'm going to sue you over the, wait, is this a, is this a patent? Are you having a patent on this? Yeah. I already patented it. Like, just Oh man. <laughs> um, uh, it's crazy. Okay. So Joe, oh, that's what I was saying. Jax thinks he's on the Truman show right now. He thinks he's still on the show. Like I bet he wakes up every morning. Like cameras are still there. Like, you know, he's like, I'm Hey, I got to create content, babe. I got it, man. Like, this is not the real me. He So he has me blocked on Twitter along with like everyone else, yeah. obviously. But I love, I always see like screenshots in the Vanderpump rules, right? Where he's like, He's like, uh, stay tuned. Lots of big, exciting projects coming up. Winky face. Yeah. Cause people are like, when are you leaving LA? And he, it's like every, you keep saying that you're leaving LA. Like when is that happening? And he's like, yeah. gotta wrap up some projects first. Winky face. Like, shut up, Jax. There are no projects. This guy's teased me more than my seventh grade bully. Like he just, yeah, it's constant. Like, Hey guys, guess what? Like he's had a secret project in the work for like three years now. 
The projects are as real as the Tampa hockey marketing. Well, re- remember when they sent in a rumor to Dumois, which has to be Jackson, and then that Peacock had picked up a second season of Brit and Jacks, uh, or Jackson Brit get married or whatever, because they had this. Yeah, Jackson for taking Kentucky. You guys, they have a, they used to have a series for like eight episodes. It was like a tryout thing, and it didn't get good ratings. It, it was, you know, it was pr- it was pretty brutal actually. I mean, Jax was an asshole in it. So if that's your thing, it's good to watch. But there was no. They said it was going to be like an HGTV show, but on Peacock, and it was going to be a. It was like you could post anything to, yeah. like Dumas. I could write. I could literally write anything, and there's a potential chance that it will get posted. You that's, know, that's pure fantasy. Pure Hmm. fantasy. Wait, fun fact. I grew up only an hour and a half from Brittany Cartwright. Yet she talks like this. Wait, wait. (laughs) I think it's a beautiful accent. I don't know what you're talking about. I still remember. I I remember, I remember being in West Hollywood the night uh, they got engaged. I didn't even know because I hadn't watched the show. And I really, I still remember hearing a whale-like sound saying, we're gone! I had no clue it was Britney until I All saw the, the show. All the way from the clam shack on the highway where they no, got No, that was when they, they came. Oh, no, didn't they come back and do it at the party and she screamed it out at the party doors? Oh, man! Sorry, you guys. Um, I'm sorry. Okay, we just had a lot of fun there. Um, you know, I do want to speak to you guys about something, and and this is for anybody out there who has a dog. If you would like, I have a special power now, and I've tried to, I've not said it to anybody, but I can make your dog immortal. Uh, I'm going to need a lot of wire transfer money, and we can get into the specifics of it later this week. But of course, actually, no, I don't. I'm talking about the four-part Netflix docudrama, docu-series that just came out, Bad Vegan, Wait, which you I'm probably sorry, haven't I been haven't able to I haven't had time to finish it's it fine. yet. It's fine. I'm not going to, like, spoil it. But okay. there's a couple of just, if you saw the first episode, this thing hits you right out of the, it's like, move over, Tinder swindler. Move over. This We got a new scam person in town. It is about uh, a lady named Sarma who was working at this, like, or created with her uh, ex at the time, this like raw food, one of the best raw and vegan food places in the world. And it was like kind of this hot spot. But in the first like 15 minutes of this docu series, they get, get Alec Baldwin is a connection into this. And he was like hitting on her because she was a beautiful lady. And he she had split up with her guy, but she was like dating this other guy. And Alec was like hitting on her, hitting on her. And they had a friendship. And, you know, he said, you know, she told him it wasn't going to work. And then Alec Baldwin in her restaurant met Hilaria Baldwin for the first time. This is the woman that set Alec Baldwin and Hilaria. Like the the true crime of that whole series is that she made that happen. That she, she deserves to go back to Rikers for that. Like she is, she created Hilaria and Alec. I, okay. So I saw that. I haven't finished it. I've only watched the first episode, but wait. So what, what was Hilaria like? Can you like explain? explain okay, so there's more? there's not. I mean, the documentary unfortunately does. I want a, a split up documentary, but like 
the 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 docu series itself is because Sarma then gets involved with this other dude who just turns out to be a sociopath. Like, I mean, just he he like tells her that he can make her dog immortal and that they can be together in this happy place. And it shows you how like somebody can get kind of under the influence of somebody or mind controlled or however you want to take it. Who knows? It's just a really wild story. But I was so invested. I watched like all four episodes back to back on Saturday morning. But the the Hilaria thing, it just as wild as that. It was like the celebrity hangout. Alec Baldwin was hitting on Sharma, Sarma, and he Sarma didn't want you know didn't want Alec at the time, which it looks like she now regrets because her life would have been totally different. But they, she introduced Ilaria at that oh, restaurant okay, right, at right, her right, restaurant, right. so they met at this raw food and and and. I I mean, like, like, I mean, if and I had a time machine, so it, that was like her origin story where she like kind of decided to be Spanish probably. Yeah. In the moment. Well, in supposedly, moment. supposedly, and this isn't in the documentary, but then I was looking at other things. This, uh, Sarma lady, uh, talked to Ilaria who she was friends with and said, Oh, Alex looking for this sort of type, like a, uh, like a Spanish, like, you know, this is what he's into. Yes. So supposedly suppose that i mean that's all this is all yes yes exactly i'd heard that too so yes that's she knew what his type was yes and she exaggerated it i okay, mean she but, made it up i mean not even exaggerated she completely made it up but then i was just fascinated with i was fascinated with this this lady this this sarma lady and i was like i so i like started researching and she was all over page six for a time like i mean she served time in rikers but this stood out to me because it's like there's always like the same group of creepy guys that seem to like be involved in every woman's life. And page six, this is from January 12th, 2019 emails reveal Louis CK may have given Sarma Melangolis an STD. Now Sarma is the girl that this bad vegan oh, documentary is about. This that. is not in the documentary, but so Louis, they had a, they had a slept, I guess he didn't wear a condom and Louis wrote her an email to her email saying, you gave me an STD. Why did you know, like, you know, kind of, like, yo, dude, like, what the fuck? Louis C.K.'s email is, is, hey, I understand you're upset. This kind of shit is tough. I never swore that I was clean. I told you I may or may not have given this to you. I'm sorry if I did. If you gave it to me, it's okay. We all share the current human bloodstream, which includes this kind of stuff. I should have worn a condom. You should have made me. We should have done a lot of things. We're human. Our generation has this stuff. The next generation will be inoculated and will have sex with electric glass penises and digital vaginas, and they'll get software viruses instead. It's part of life. Later on, he tells Melangalis that he accepts his responsibility, quote, for our chemistry and exchange and wonders whether anyone is, quote, clean nowadays. Quote, I've been told the same thing, that there's no good test for guys, and even that condoms don't stop shit. I don't know. It's a mess. I hope you're okay. I think you will be, and I am sorry. I still look back tenderly and happily on our time together and that night. It was really wonderful, even though it never happened again, and it seemed to be sort of a stopping point for us, unfortunately. This dude, and this, like, I mean, I love, like... I mean, women out there, like, you give us so many shots, man. You, like, I mean, like, the fact that this dude... Like is kind of like going, yo, you should have made me wear a condom. Like it's kind of like, your fault. I never swore that I was clean. I, yeah, you did. Hey, you didn't make me swear that I was clean. I was crossing my fingers when I told you I wasn't. Clean, you know. Also, like, like okay, glass penises and digital vaginas. Like okay. I mean, but that's what he's trying to be cute and funny in his email for like you got an STD for me. He's right. trying to be cute and funny. Yeah. How like, weird is uh, that? Like, wouldn't you do like that's? I mean, 
that's like that should be like the the hangover shame you should be like dude i don't know what to say i've got issues obviously because 2019 isn't this already where louis had talked that he was like jacking off in front of women without their consent oh no he actually did Yes, he would it act- no, it happened in like 2018 or 2017 well, even. And I, but I said, no, I said wrong with, I said he did get consent, but there, he would, he would know what he would do. This is what he would go in like to like younger comedians that he was with. They would be hanging out. They'd go up to the room to like drink more or whatever. And he'd go, can I masturbate in front of you? And they would be so shocked that he said that, that they didn't know what to do. And he would do that like that. You know how fucking awful you have to be to like, get off on that because you're obviously getting off on somebody's fear in their eyes, you know? Oh, exactly. It's like extremely messed up. You're and he's crazy. Louis CK. So he could have gotten somebody anyways for like, he could have like probably slept with, you know, like yeah. what, a, what a weird way to get off. Yeah, you know? like What a weird kink that you like masturbating in front of people without their consent. Yes. Like that's so weird. Like um, I can't imagine doing that. I, I don't know. Dude. I can't even imagine doing that with permission. Like, I mean, like, I feel like, you know what I'm saying? With somebody that likes me, I can't, you know? Big couldn't do it either. Oh, big. And you're talking about, and just like that, when Carrie says, let me see, let me see you do it. I do. I miss Che Diaz a lot. I was studying at the library and I was craving me some Che. Can you imagine if you had somebody just pop into your, like, what if, oh, I mean, Che would like, Che would turn me out. Like, Che would be like, I know a few things to do with you, Ryan. And I'll be like, no, Che, please. No, Che, like Che, and by the way, and I say that if me and Che walked into a bar, Che would totally be able to get a woman over me first. Like, like without oh, a yeah. doubt. Like, yeah, Che, Che is like, you know. I would give up a meet. I would be like, Che, it's all yours. Yeah. Che is a ladies, a ladies non-binary. Yeah. Like, like I still remember during that show is like, I was getting a kick out of Che, but like I had women in my life go, I'd hit it. I'd hit Che. Yeah. Like I, I like that. I think, I think Che's hot. Yeah. Anyways. Um, so the, the whole thing about the bad vegan, which I recommend, I'm going to be doing a show on it later this week. Uh, I talked to Gabrielle Bluestone again, who knows her way around scammers and all that stuff. Um, but we really are in the year of the scammer in that it's a, uh, a career. It's like a career opportunity now. Like you can make money more. So maybe being a scammer w- with, with the, with the, the fruits of after the scam, like, I was reading the article, which I know you read the other day too, on Caroline Calloway moving from New York. Yeah, her we, apartment. She sold her apartment without permission from the landlord. It. She started or she subletting it, subletting without permission to Rachel Rabbit owes, White, who, by the way, is like an in, an influencer slash poet slash sex worker who's married to Nico Walker, who wrote. I think his book is called Cherry, and he is. Wait, the um, movie Cherry? That was it. Was that the yes, book based Tom on the movie? Holland. Okay. Yeah, yes, her yeah. husband who subletted Caroline Calloway's, the girl who subletted Caroline Calloway's apartment illegally. That's her husband, and so he is a felony record because he was a bank robber. Sure. And he was a veteran with PTSD who then robbed banks, and he also had an addiction, and now he's like a clean, like productive member of society. But it's hard for I guess him to get apartments. It's hard for Rachel Robert White because she's a sex worker. So they like took this Sublet. disgusting. It really is. Photos? You the pictures are insane, I you guys, of them coming in. The court photos because her, the landlord is suing Caroline because not only did she leave the apartment a disgusting. <laughs> like I can't even explain. You have to see the pictures for yourself. Go to my Twitter. 
Um, the most disgusting. Wait, you're going you're you're going to do an article, aren't you? You're going to do an article. On yes, this. I have okay. to do an okay. emergency press okay. conference. At some, like, okay. I we all need to talk about this. Like, so disgusting. So her landlord or building management, all of them, I think, are suing Caroline for not only twenty five thousand dollars in damages, which they're probably going easy on her. Like she destroyed that apartment, destroyed it. She painted over the microwave. Like what? She, uh, I just can't, I can't. Well, Car- they're also suing her for $40,000 in back rent because she hasn't paid rent since September, 2020 on her West village apartment. And the rent was only $2,900, which is a steal for that area. Yeah, a like- steal. And it was a rent stabilized apartment, which mean they, means they had to renew her lease in 2021, even though she hadn't paid rent in a year at that point, but it's rent stabilized. So legally like New York city is really like, really good tenant laws in that you like squatters rights. Like you cannot get evicted like ever in New York. Like it's very hard to get evicted. Now Um, Caroline moved to Florida to be with her mom and grandma. Has she she made any statement about any of this? She released TikToks about giving the keys over to Rachel rabbit white. And all of this is being used against both of them in court. And now Rachel rabbit white Poor girl only lived in the apartment for a couple of days, but she's getting sued also because she just got she's getting in. sued also. Yeah, she is included in the lawsuit. And she also was tweeting, um, you know, she was live tweeting all of it. Yeah, and she was at Kat, Kat Marnell came over. Yeah, uh, Kat and- Marnell was there. They're using the tweets and the social media that they posted against them. I think that if this all had been quiet and Rachel Robert White had also like gone into detail with, um, you know, posting photos and videos of how disgusting the apartment was. And then the cut article, which or the curbed article, which um, chronicled like Caroline's last yeah. night. And it talked about how she was giving the apartment to Rachel Robert White. That article is mentioned in the lawsuit. So their social media and the so all of her clout chasing is now going to be her demise. Well, um, that's what I'm saying. Have we find because if you don't know the story of Caroline Calloway, we we've talked about it on this podcast before, but it really is worth uh, 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 checking it out because she has a long history of potential scams. She sold a book called Scammer that she sold self. She was just self publishing this book because. Her actual book deal fell through. Folks, summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Now, I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and luckily, I found Quince. Now, I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts. I got a pair of green shorts. I cannot wait to style these for summer. And I got to tell you, the quality is great because Quince has all the seasonal must-haves, like 100 percent European linen shirts from $30, performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? 
With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. It is that time in the show where I talk about how much I love our advertisers. We got one with us this week, two weeks in a row, this company. I love them. You know them as Smartass and Sass. So uh, this is the company that sends you these really cool boxes full of a bunch of cool stuff, which is like really awesome because you need mail. Like when I don't get mail, I feel such a sense of loss. So, I mean, here's a company where you could actually say, yo, here's a couple bucks, send me mail. And then it turns out to be a bunch of cool stuff. Um, <laughs> this is the perfect subscription box for mouthy mofos. This is literally this is literally the copy, which I love that. You've got to support any company that says this is the perfect subscription box for mouthy mofos. Like, yeah, like I'm I'm a mouthy mofo. Like smartass and sass sprinkles sarcasm and cuss words into every box. It really does. Is profanity not the spice of life? I fucking think so. The box is not for those with a weak sense of humor and will definitely remind you that no matter what life throws at you, it's best to keep laughing. That's kind of that's my whole gig, you guys. Like I'm literally a serious person. My own like the only way I can get out of all the seriousness that I think and feel is to make these jokes. And and smartass and sass gets that. Uh, the smartass and sass items are curated and personally tested by the SNS team. It's a group of really mouthy mofos who want you to get a good laugh in your day. That is what I want as well. SNS partners with some of the best small businesses to bring you trendy and snarky items. Each month. You guys know how I feel about snark. I am team snark all the way. I mean, you gotta you gotta have a good heart if you can if you if you truly want to make snark work for you, you gotta be kind of like a good-hearted person as well, because then the snark really cuts through. You know what I'm saying? Um you know, this box set I think is primarily is primarily driven for females even though I found some stuff in the box that I can use, but it's cool. It really is. Like I told you, Annabelle DeSisto came and visited a couple weeks ago. She thought it would like, she just went digging through my stuff for some reason. She was like, Oh, what's it? And then she started grabbing stuff. I'm like, Oh, I like this. I like this. And, uh, but I was thinking like, Oh, this would be cool. Like I could get my niece, this who's like about to be 13 or you could get it for yourself. But like there in each box, you get an SNS design t-shirt. Okay. So you get a t-shirt it has between seven to nine unique items per box, and it's valued at over ninety dollars. So, you're—it's like you're making money on this. But it's—you got to do it. Subscribe to, um, subscribe at www.smartassandsass.com. So smartassandsass.com. Use code so bad for ten percent off your first subscription order. And then also, if you want to follow Smartass and Sass on social media for your daily dose of attitude do that as well. These guys, these guys get it. Like truly you look for companies that get it. This is a unique company and you got to support. Also, I, I do want to say this. You got to support companies that actually do cool shit that send you cool shit. I used to be, uh, I know this sounds silly, but I, I used to be a subscription box order for like a comic book one. This is like years ago. Um, 
and I, I just loved it. I love get. I love. I told you I love getting mail every day. I do. I really do. And I think you'll love it too. Plus, it's cool stuff. It genuinely is. It's not crap. So try it out. Try it out for at least one month. Use my subscription. Ten percent off. See if you like it. If you like it, keep it going. That is it, you guys. And. Let's get back to the remainder of the show. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going. But there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. That she had to give back the money for. Then she publishes, like was going to self-publish this book called Scammer. She pre-sold it, still has not finished that book. And it's been years. And has have we has the law finally caught up to Caroline Calloway? Will, I mean, this seems like the first time she actually well, has, will go to court, you know? Everyone was wondering why she wiped her Instagram. She deleted every, everything, she yeah. every photo. She deleted those TikToks I was just talking about. And it's because all of that is going to be used against, like she knew it was going to be used against her. So she probably knew it was coming. And so the theory is, and she is a scammer, by the way. The theory is that she was taking advantage of, you know, the rent moratorium or whatever it's called during COVID, even though she was spending so much money on expensive clothes and stupid tchotchkes she doesn't need, expensive art supplies, all of this bullshit, but not paying rent. And, um, she, the rent moratorium, I think ended in January. And prior to that, she had been served like her apartment after three months would notice you haven't paid rent. Like they would do something about it. She had been served liens before. Like they had, she'd gotten in trouble for not paying rent before. And it happened like every three months. So it seems like she knew that it was going to happen because it ended in January. Now it's March. So she's like, bye, I'm going to Florida without paying the rent knowing that it was like kind of about to come and she just tried to leave the state without without paying rent because she is a scammer i actually had dms of more people saying that they had ordered things from her yard sales and her book and all of these things that they had ordered even people that had ordered like snake oil i saw never received yeah it. yeah yeah she 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 claimed that she made this beautiful skin product that like she was making her own and she called it snake oil lol but it was like it was going it it, it cleared her fa- her face is amazing now look at her face she also used to brag about like how much money she was making on only fans there was a time i remember yeah like, and she's a liar she's literally she lies about literally well, you know she can't have paid taxes then either so well, i don't think she made that much i think that that was all bullshit like she said really? she made a hundred thousand dollars but yeah. she paid back all the money she owed from her book to flat iron Pub- like she's just like a liar everything she says is bullshit and so yeah, yeah but, but, we're, but we're in this we're in this thing of like caroline's gonna end up selling the life rights to her life to like netflix and probably make more money than we ever will in our lifetime and it's going to end up paying to be like this bad vegan which you guys got to watch or the dropout elizabeth holmes i mean the fifth episode came out i just watched we crash with jared leto and ann hathaway about the we work debacle like is anybody out there telling the truth 
But I don't think Caroline's story, she didn't like, I don't think it's interesting. Like it is interesting. It's a rabbit hole to fall into, but like, I just don't, I know that like there's, there's no one, there there. She lied. She lied about like Lena Dunham purchasing her life rights and like lying about a movie being made about her. Like she's a liar. And it's just like, I, I just do not foresee anyone ever working with her because she is a, just an impossible person like it would just never happen it would just never ever get done it would never happen i don't think anyone would care that much like let her fade into oblivion and get the help she needs well do you i mean that's what i'm saying like i do think also this is somebody with with also some mental health issues obviously like you know like there's there's something diagnosable here um she is not okay and she's also an asshole like two things can be true at once yeah oh no no you're right uh, speaking of not knowing what the fuck is going on, I need all, I mean, we talked last Sunday about the Pete stuff and Kanye and Pete had, like, I'm in bed with your wife. And then Kanye got kicked off of Instagram this week for, by the way, people say it's for threatening Cam, but no, it's for threatening DL Hughley. Like he was like threatening. He was like saying he was calling Trevor Noah, like a, like a, was it like Cunha or something like really awful? Like, and, and Trevor Noah wrote this beautiful thing back to, to Kanye of saying like, what a fan he is. And, you know, this really well written thing. And Kanye has not come back to Instagram yet. And I got to tell you every morning I check it first thing still, cause I'm scared for his return, which just says something. What are your takeaways this week? We we've been sort of quiet, except then Kim did an, a, a fucking Ellen DeGeneres I- interview that, Blew my fucking mind. Blew my fucking mind. Please. Like, where do where, like, where, where do you even start? Like, I mean, like you it's it's you, just a trend now. It's a trend to do like the the oh we we drank each other's blood and I have this skinny tattooed boyfriend and we're both goth freaks and we fuck all the time. It's like but it's like she's like acting like it's normal, like to Ellen of like. Oh, that's a brand. He branded himself. Yeah, he wanted he to do something it. different than all the other girls he was with that he got tattoos for. I can't. I'm sorry. I. It's so annoying because she knew exactly what she was doing. This is nothing but PR. It really is nothing but PR. It is weird. It's so close to the new show. Yeah, exactly. And also like, oh my God, I love the preview. It's like, who are you texting, Kim? Does his name uh, and she's like, <laughs> <laughs> by the way, you know, by the way, I want to tell people that is meant to be filmed. I just like, like, like that. They know what they're filming. That isn't just like some happenstance, like, oh, I caught you texting Pete. That was a planned out shot, period. You know, I also I'm not saying yeah, she's not really that. dating Pete. I'm not saying she's she, I'm sure she really is dated, but it's just it's ridiculous. It's all like what a way for me to like I. There's no winners here. It's like Tom and Katie from Vanderpump Rules. I just like everybody involved. Yeah, I like hate I just everyone. like everybody. I also love how she was like, oh yeah, and his tattoo that says my girl's a lawyer. And it's like, you're not a lawyer. You know how offensive that is to lawyers? Like, and by the way, so then I'm starting to worry. I'm starting to worry that Pete not know not he doesn't know what a lawyer is. Like, I'm starting to think, Pete, like, Pete, do you know what a lawyer is? Like, oh, like I okay, so I I think I'm gonna be in the Washington Post this week talking about Pete Davidson. Be, oh my but, God. The whole thing is like, it's such a mystery because most people, you know them for their work. And I think Pete Davidson seems like a really, seems like a nice guy. I'm not sure that I love his, like, I'm in bed with your wife comment, but whatever. He's a dude. But like, I don't know what he's ever been trying to say with his quote unquote work. Like, I don't think he's gotten there as an artist yet or what he's trying to say. Like, all I know for him is 
all of the girls. Like he is the world's greatest lover with the world's hugest penis. And like, he seems like a gen, he seems like a generally nice guy, but dude, like you're, we're supposed to be like, you fucking branded yourself. Like, come on, man. Like, what did Machine Gun Kelly dare you? Like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, it's so and then, a new show coming out about his life story. And I was like, what wasn't King of Staten Island like loose? His life story? It's like, no one, I don't care that much about Pete. Make it stop. But like, come on, also, like, guys, a br- like like Kim goes on national talent, like to say that you're and like we're supposed to just all like, oh, it's so cute. He branded himself like. Dude, that's he was come like, on, he man. The audience to be like, oh, no, and every, the audience is like scared shitless. Yeah, and she's like, guys, it's cute. Like, guys, no, no I swear. And like, Kim, stop acting like you're one of us. Like, please, like, do, do us the honor of like act like just. We know that you know that you're bigger than all of us. Like, stop acting like you're talking to us. You're talking down to us. You're talking like this is what I want you to like. This is what I want to sh- know, guys. It's cool. I swear, you should do it. Like. Also, who the, is this like, is this Nixium? Did Keith Raniere brand Pete with like Kim? It, right. it, it makes no sense. I mean, then, then he goes, he has two other tattoos of my name too. But I'm like, guess what? He got a tattoo for Ariana Grande. He got a tattoo. Like tattoos don't mean shit to this dude. So I love that he needed to kick it up a notch and do a brand. And now I'm like, dude, nobody's going to get custody of these kids. I wouldn't leave them with any of you guys, you know? Right. They're all, everyone sucks here. Yes. ESH. Everyone sucks here. Moral of the story. <laughs> um, Kanye West has been dropped from the Grammys performance, uh, which I think is like non-news. I think this is another thing of just trying to get attention because Kanye has been on record now for years saying how much he hates the Grammys because he has been, uh, you know, he didn't get the nominations or he's disagreed with other nominations. So I was shocked that he, even was performing in the first place, if that was even true. But like, he literally tweeted in 2020, him pissing on a Grammy in his toilet. Like he, and like, he does not give a shit. So this is a non, like people are trying to say this is censorship and all of that stuff. And it's like, I love the people that say the worst things. They're the ones that always are like censorship. And it's like, yeah, you say the worst fucking things. How are we ever supposed to like, like, I I just, I, I think the worst people use censorship as an argument. It's like, you just say horrible, horrible things like nonstop now. Yeah. And it's like, we're allowed to censor you. If like, you're just like, you know, well, it's not even us. It's like companies talk. like you're not entitled to like have a platform to speak. Well, the know? Grammys are allowed whatever you want, but not, you know, well, the Grammys are allowed. Like it's, it's a bit like they're allowed to say who performs, who doesn't perform. It's right. their business. Like it's right. like, literally, I can choose to have who I want on this podcast and who I don't want to have on this podcast. And if I don't have somebody, are you saying that I'm censoring them? No, I just yeah. don't, I don't think they're going to fit. I don't want to talk to them, you know? Censorship. Censorship. So bad. It's going to be uncensored. Um, in great news. Uh, I don't know if you, you probably didn't get to see this with your boyfriend yet. Cause it's more of a romantic movie. Deep water came out. Oh, I need to watch it. I need to watch it. I know. I know. It's like my number one priority to watch. It's a sexy film on Hulu. You guys, I watched the first 20 minutes and it was so already so bad, but not even so bad. It's good. It was just like bad, bad where I'm like, well, I don't even get how this, like you like, sometimes just things confuse you how they got made in the first place. And it was just, I, I, I don't even know how to describe, like there were shots where like, there's this one shot where he did like an overhead shot for no reason at all. And like it, you know, poor, I don't know. I, I was 20 minutes in and it really, I, I had to turn it off. I, I wanted to, but I, I, I had Wait, to turn it off. I was, we watched a movie last night. Um, 
me and my boyfriend with his parents. And we ended up choosing a walk among the tombstones with Liam Neeson. Do you know that movie? You are obsessed with Liam Neeson. Like, I didn't you watch Liam. that other snow movie on Netflix yes, with him last I, year? I love a Liam Neeson movie. The formula works. Did it you suggest work. this movie or did they suggest We all agree, We agreed on it, but should I have suggested? What if I suggested Deep Water? Yeah, say, <laughs> and then and then every time there's a sex scene, like, look at their son and go, wink. Like, we've been there, huh? We've been there, buddy, huh? Like, just high five him. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, this is getting me in the mood. <laughs> hey, uh, we might have to cut out early. <laughs> hey yeah, the night's over. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I don't know, you guys. It's I, 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 I want movies to be so bad that they're laughable, but this is just kind of just it's weird bad, and it makes me. I'm really that, excited to watch it. I'm like, I was so annoyed I couldn't squeeze it in because I knew you were going to want to talk about it. But I like, no, we'll, we'll talk about it. Now. I'm sure this will last for the rest. I of I should have just suggested it last night. Um. No, that would have been horrible. Uh, in sad news, the Maury show with Maury Povich has been canceled after 30 years on the air. Of course, Maury Povich, you are not the father. He is, but he's like 83 years old. Let the man have a retirement for God's sakes. Like I, I'm good with 30 years. I wasn't even watching it. I mean, he's a legend forever. Like Maury, go enjoy your life now. Go relax. You done good, Maury. You go do good. what Tom Brady refuses to do. Dude, after we podcasted the Tom Brady unretired, which I brought up on last Monday's show, but like, what's the sickness there? Like there athletes, there's a sickness of like competition of like, that's what makes him so great is that he just like wants to win. He's obsessed. He just like, that's really his thing. Like, I wish I had that mindset with like anything I did, you know, you know, could you imagine if I was like, I would be so much further along. Like, I mean, it's part jealousy, but part like, dude, that's a sick, like, cause you see further down the line, it's going to haunt him for the rest of his life, not being able to play, you know, like he won't be yeah. able to play the year after or the, he's going to end up hurting himself. He was like, what did he say? He was like, I've realized that my place is on the field and not in the stands. It's like, it's, you just, you know, just decide to just enjoy your life with your millions hundreds of millions of dollars and your supermodel wife and your beautiful children like and every and most of the people liking you a lot of people hate your, yeah everybody. in your legacy and your multiple homes like why do you want to get up keep getting up at 5 a.m why yeah you're, and you're on the most ridiculous diet his diet i talked about on his diet is so insane it's like so regimented like i'm like where does this guy cut loose in his life and and by the way that's a really amazing and i'm only saying that because i have no regiment in my life and i'm very jealous but it's like dude do you you like you tom brady's never like binging deep water or bad vegan like you know he's not you know he's not getting the simple pleasures of the stuff that we get to do us normal people um no it's it's insane it really is insane like if i had the choice between never working again and like waking up at 5 a.m. and getting like, you know, hit by 300 pound men that are young, that are, that keep getting younger. You keep getting older. They keep getting younger I and stronger. Understand. Like I just truly don't understand how his brain works because the, it doesn't it's Sophie. It's been hit so much. It doesn't work. That's what's how it's CTE potentially. It, it probably is the CTE, but it's like, yeah, it's a no-brainer. It's like, wouldn't you just never want to work again? But literally like, a no-brainer. So obsessed yeah. with what he does and with winning and competition, and that's how legends are, it. dude. That's how Batman is. Batman, he's rich. Bruce Wayne is rich. He does not have to fight crime. He's not doing this for the. He's doing this to help, and he's obsessed. Batman is obsessed. He can't not be Batman. Virgil! Virgil! 
Um, Wait, what I, about um, me, and, me and my boyfriend love doing the um, Bane, who I think is underappreciated, you know? I was born in the dark, molded <laughs> by it. You, you just adopted the doctors. I was born in it. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, Bane and, and gross big people, Tristan Thompson, uh, he did something very confusing. I still don't know what this meant. On Instagram, he posted a shot of him with some like jeans, like an outfit and two shots of him, like same outfit walking. It says, they say good things take time. That's why I'm always late. And then he did the devil emoji, the shut your mouth emoji, which is like the whisper emoji, and then the wink emoji, which are three of the creepiest emojis out there. I think you'll have to agree. What the fuck? Like, would you ever like to somebody that doesn't like stand up and like tells women like that are like pregnant with his baby that they're like lying? Would you ever write? They say good things take time. That's why I'm always late. And then put the devil emoji and the shut your mouth emoji. Like, what What do you think he meant by this? Po- like, am I missing something? He's just no. I wait. Like, what's the joke here? It says they say good things take time. That's why I'm always late. Yeah, like no, no, Tristan. What I do, I did like maybe it's too soon to like do cute jokes with us. What is with him and Chloe and like their cryptic, like stupid Instagrams? Quote, dude, shut up. They say good things take time. That's why. Like that's what I'm saying. Is there a secret message to Chloe in this? And also, it's like, but also. I just like you shouldn't be able to use emojis if you're famous. Like you shouldn't you shouldn't have this. Like you should only get access if you're normal to I some of this. I can't tell stuff. you how sick I am. Okay, so like it's free agency in the NFL, and the Bengals signed a bunch of really good free agents. But you never know what's going on, and everyone wants to know, and they'll tweet just like eyeball emojis. Like the players will just tweet like I. It's like you know you're. Everyone's wondering what you're talking about. Like just say it, dude. I I. uh it's wild. Um, Summer House returns tomorrow or tonight, which this is the part two of Lindsay Hubbard's birthday party, which you potentially you were at. So who knows? If we'll see I you. actually did see myself in the background of the preview frame. You know how like they leak the first 10 minutes of the episode so you can like. Oh, do that. they already do that? OK. Yeah, they I think they do that. But you can watch like the first like 10 or first few minutes. And yeah. I was like, oh, there's me in the background. You're just like retching. You're like, oh. No, I was like just sitting there talking to my friend. I was just like, okay, like cool, cool. Well, <laughs> this will be the part two of the Austin stuff we'll get to see. Yes, um, I'm excited because I missed them last week. Uh, I did too. I miss them. Uh, but you also do like Kyle and Amanda. I think like I like Kyle and Amanda, but I think oh, like, do you think they got scared with that Tom Katie split? You know, like they because they've just had such a bad season. We've all been talking about it. Like, I think they're. I, I like them both individually and I like, you know, but like, yeah. I wonder if they get scared when shit like that happens because, you know, people are looking at them, you know, I could see them, you know, realizing or looking at someone else who chose her happiness, Katie Maloney. And she says that again, if you listen to her podcast, that it was all about choosing her happiness. It's like, I, yeah, I would say that Kai Amanda are probably would be happier with different people because I don't think that, you know, they're the most compatible. I think that Kyle is who he is. Um, Amanda is who she is and they seem to kind of resent a lot of qualities about each other. You know what I mean? Like Kyle gets really, he works hard, plays hard, gets really drunk and then works all week. 
Amanda, on the other hand, doesn't get as drunk, doesn't work as hard. That's fine. Like everyone being like, Amanda is lazy. It's like, no, she, I hate how people, summer house viewers are like, you're going to call someone lazy just based on what you see on TV. Like, no, I'm sure Amanda gets her shit done. She just doesn't have the insane work ethic that an obsession that Kyle has, which is fine. Kyle's the Tom Brady of lover boy. Exactly. He's the Tom Brady of hard teas. So, but that's, he works so hard that he needs to get pathetically drunk to actually give himself a vacation. Right. He, yeah, he's the definition of work hard, play hard. And it's like, I, I wouldn't like that. I can see why Amanda doesn't like that, but he's 40 years old. He's not going to change. Like that is just who he is. And Amanda is who she is. And I feel like they just like really resent like so many things about each other. And it's just like, it just, it's, yeah, you, you know, it, it's, so it's much happier with different people. And it's, it's very similar. I think to how we felt about Katie and shorts. It's like, you know, I think if they ever split up, it will not be on the show. I think it would be after the show. I don't done. think, I don't think they would be able to still be friends the way that Katie and Tom are friends, because I think that Katie and Tom, they weren't in love with each other at the end or pro- maybe ever. Wait, I don't know. Here's, don't here's think- a but I, mean, I don't think that they were like super, super in love with each other at the end. I think that Amanda and Kyle are genuinely in love. They're yeah. When she taught, when she like, when he cried, like when he cried in winter house, when he couldn't find her, cause he was so drunk. And then yeah, when she was- always like, she always like, Oh God, I love you. Like, I really do genuinely believe that there still is a ton of love there. Um, wait, real they quick- chemistry. They're like in love. They have chemistry. Like, I think that they, they, have a more intense, I think, romantic relationship than Schwartz and Katie did from what we Oh, seen. God, yes. I think so they I actually, think yes. You wouldn't be able to be friends with someone who you were, like, actually deeply in love with for that long. So. Here's a, wait, just real quick to go back to Tom and Katie. Like, do you think there's any play in the thought of, like, Tom became such a bad husband because he was waiting for her to make the split because he couldn't bring himself to ever do it? Like, they're, they're like a thing... Like sometimes guys are like pussies and they won't do it. So they'll just become the worst version of themselves. So the lady has no other choice, but to do that. Is there any, I can totally see that. Honestly, I'm, I really, or maybe subconsciously Schwartz was, I don't know. This is all theories. Um, congratulations goes out to Tom Hiddleston and Zawway Ashton actor. Uh, they are engaged. I don't know if I'm saying her name correctly. Uh, but, uh, they confirmed at the 2022 British Academy film award. So congratulations goes out. Uh, you're not watching Jersey this season, right? Um, no, I'm like super behind several seasons behind. I know I'm bad. Okay. So I'm going to talk about that at the beginning of the episode and then OC, uh, it's, it's, it's like warm, it's like warm milk. Nothing's happening, but like, if you're a baby, you like warm milk. So like, I I find it comforting, but literally not, not a lot's happening. Yeah. It's comforting. Like, you know, it's, it's, I'll watch it. It's pleasant enough. Um, but yeah, not, not too much happening. Um, I do. This is something I haven't seen, but I want to mention it for you guys to watch. It's called Phoenix Rising, a two part documentary by Evan Rachel Wood that is on HBO Max about her relationship with Marilyn Manson. Uh, She accuses Marilyn of raping her in the heart shaped glasses video of Marilyn's and no one of the crew tried to help. And she's trying to get the video removed. I believe there is something on the Internet right now that you can sign up to help her get this video removed from YouTube. But Marilyn controlled how she dressed. Uh, she did that. He did that with all of the women. He branded her. He carved an M and she carved an E, drank oh. each other's blood, gaslit her, love bombed her, cut her off from family, manipulated her, controlled her birth control and threw it away. She got pregnant, made her get an abortion. Not to mention she was 18 and he was 37. 
and married while she had a boyfriend. Like it, it's just insanity I hear. So I'm definitely going to watch that, but it's such an intense subject matter, but it is something that's out there um, because this, you know, it is interesting. Like if you watch bad vegan, like dude, men are gen it's, I always used to say men are the worst things that ever happened to the Kardashians, but men might sometimes be the worst thing that just happened to women in general. Like, like oh, yeah. all the men, like just trying to like impose their will over people. And I sometimes wonder if I would be more of an asshole if I was more confident, you know what? The sick monster, Marilyn Manson, a sick, sick mon. And that Kanye, there's no defending Kanye for c- continuing to work with him and collaborate with him. I mean, what but- a weird choice. Like, I mean, what a weird, like, I mean, Kanye, like, dude, I get, like, I don't even know what you're like, but it's never been a clear message of like, what are you trying to say? Are you trying to say everybody can be forgiven? Like, are you going to be coming out with a song with Army Hammer? Are you, what, what's going on? You know? It's just, yeah, it's, he's sick. Like sick. everything. Yeah. All of the stories are so disturbing, but um, yeah, actually speaking of like terrible men, I've been listening to this podcast called something was wrong. And the early seasons are just like one long story about like, something was wrong. Like this person seemed perfect. And then, you know, the facade fell and you saw that they were a narcissistic, abusive, whatever it is. Um, and the latest season is individual women telling their stories. And it's just like, so it's, I think it's really interesting because you see so many of these stories of men, just these terrible men, it's always a terrible man, you know, abusing these women who just want love and um, it kind of like shows you like the red flags look out for like love bombing and like the kind of manipulation. and separation. Which is really because of Louis on Real Housewives of New Jersey, which you're not watching. It's a perfect yeah. example of somebody in the past who said he's done all of those things according oh, to his exes. Teresa. Yeah, to Teresa yeah. Giudici. And, you know, she's obviously madly in love with him. They just celebrated their year anniversary on this past week's show. I am going to be having one of Louis's ex- exes on the show this week. So look out for that. She's also going to give her comments on bad vegan. And we can't really say Louie's name in the interview. So we'll be talking around that, but we'll be talking a lot about stuff that a lot of women go through and, uh, you know, about like gaslighting, love bombing, all of these things, what to do with a narcissist, how to look for those signs. And I don't want to like come down on like, Max, like, dude, I get it. Like I've had some women do some awful things to me. I know there's some bad women out there. We all make mistakes, but it does seem more common than not men have these common traits that they will try to impose their will on women. And um, it's just important to be as educated in that as you can. So you can have the best possible healthy relationship that you can. And men are something like a hundred percent or a hundred times more likely to like be psychopaths. Um, It's something like that. Like if you took a hundred men more of them would be psychopaths like nine out of ten psychopaths are men or something like that i don't know yeah. I'm gonna go <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll give you a fact it is proven that 130 percent of men are insane it's that true. is proven that is a no, harvard it study it's true that men are just more likely to be psychopaths so just like look out for those psychopath men because there are a lot of them that you know are hiding in plain sight and i know that ryan looks all innocent with his backwards hat but you Thank never you. know no, but, but by the way, I, I put the same restrictions to me too. Like, listen, and by the way, like, I know the issues I like, I have it, like issues out the wazoo, but like, it's never, I've never been physical with somebody. I've never, no, uh, Ryan is an, I'm just kidding everyone, by the way. No, Ryan no, no I don't think anybody was like, you know, no, no, I'm, but, but see, I, but I do, um, 
I do want to be liked by everybody. And that's its own form of, you know, you got to get away from that as well. It's like, it's okay to be assertive. It's okay to be a bad, not a bad guy, but it's okay to stick up for you, what you want. And some people might not agree with that. You don't have to try to be liked by everybody. And I've had to really, really work on that because it's, it's really tripped me up at certain points in my life. Um, but that's what therapy's for. That's what taking medicine's for. There's so many good things. Um, as we start, uh, we're, we're almost like we're five minutes. You got five more minutes. So Yes. Okay, cool. Uh, what are you doing tonight? You got a big date? Um, I have to do uh, some work and um, my cute little sweetie pie is coming over. And yeah, watch deep water. That's what I was thinking. I was like, we can watch deep water tonight. Babe, after you, me, water. deep water. What? I said, you, me, deep water. Like, babe, yeah. you, me, deep water. Maybe yeah. get one of those pizzas in the shape of a heart. Wait, what? You know, like they sell those heart shaped pizzas. And it could be like a really romantic deep water, a heart shaped yeah, pizza. Yeah, we're gonna get sushi. Oh, I didn't. I didn't hear the sushi part. Yeah, we're gonna get sushi dub, and maybe I'll put it on my body, like um. Yeah, <laughs> like in the, they always those poor girls on housewife shows that serve food off their bodies, and then Vicky Gunvalson doesn't like it. Um, uh, <laughs> the other thing I didn't get to hear your opinion on, which I was just very curious, was Bella Hadid. I talked about this earlier this week on an episode. Admitted to a nose job at the age of Ugh. fourteen. Um, and that's all and she admitted to, just fans, to like, well, yeah, fans, but fans spammed Yolanda Hadid's comments and they're very angry at her. But, and the other thing is she, she only admits to a nose job. She has gotten no filler. What is this thing of selective truth telling? Like, I don't care. I mean, I genuinely, until it gets scary, I don't, you know, usually care what people get done, but I'm glad she finally admitted she got a nose job. But at 14, is your nose fully done growing? Okay. It's not, but also like, I'm. I'm just saying, I don't know if this is like a stereotype thing. So I'm sorry if I'm playing into that, but like as a Jewish person, a lot of Jewish girls do get nose jobs and a lot of them do. So that part did not shock me the way it shocked everyone else. Cause I know people have gotten nose jobs at 14, like after their bat mitzvahs, for instance, is a bat mitzvah present or whatever it is. It's just like, it's, it's nose jobs are big in Jewish culture because we have the schnozes. So I didn't think that part was shocking. I think that it's just like the audacity. And I think that Yolanda is clearly not mother of the year. Everyone's digging up the clips of her, like not letting Gigi like eat an almond. Chew the almond slowly. Yeah. So like Yolanda is clearly not mother of the year, but like, I, I don't think that that is her worst offense because I think probably also that, I don't know. I don't know. I think that, you know, like Bella said, she was always insecure compared to Gigi. Nose job clearly. <laughs> It, it helped her with that and the other procedures that she's gotten. I think it's bullshit to not, you know, open up about the other procedures that she's clearly gotten. Like her, um, you know, cheekbones, her cat eye, her eyebrow lift, her freaking facelift, everything else that she's gotten because, you know, the nose is the most obvious thing. So she's like, I can just get away with saying that. And then people- well, that's what I'm saying. In like 10 years, is she going to be like, okay, now I can admit the filler. Like when I'm older, I can admit what I lied to when I, about when I was younger. Like it, there is like this darkness here that you're like, girl, like why, you know, like I get it, but I don't get it. And I hope you're okay. But it mentally seems like she gets less and less okay as the years go by. And I'm sure that's, that's why I'm saying none of this is aspirational. You guys, if you don't like your own life, remember their life might be like good in the sense that they can buy a lot of shit, but that's all it is just buying a lot of shit. And you have to deal with the mental things of that for the rest of your life. I mean, come on. Like she had to like be with the weekend and like crouch like down. So he could just, he could be taller than her for a time, you know? I, yeah. I'll never get that. I'll never understand it. 
Um, okay, so the podcast, your podcast, once again, is called So True with Sophie. So True with Sophie. So we can go subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, leave it a five-star review. Yes, I would uh, love that. Please do. That would be really so amazing. It, it helps uh, highlight this. And and uh, no, this is, this is very exciting. We had a really, really fun conversation. We always do. But what I'm really excited is to hear her talk with other people and her own thoughts. And we want to support that as much as we can. And is there anything else coming up? The Substack was great. You just released a new article this past weekend. Yes, right? I I dove more into Katie and Tom. Yeah. I also talked about the Emily Weiss and Glossier um, article that came out. Um, Wait, what's what's so Emily Weiss real quick? Wait, what, what, who's Emily Weiss real quick? The founder of Glossier. Did something bad happen to her? You have to read myself. Damn it. Somebody's going to have to read this to me. I can't. Okay. I bought this without being able to have to read. No, Um. I read the Tom and Katie stuff, but the Glossier I did not see. I've got to at some point, like I'm turning fully female. Like I'm like so into female, like, like all of this shit. Like I know who Ariel Charnas is now. I know yeah, who all, yeah. the, all of this. Caroline stuff. Calloway. The fact that you even know who Caroline Calloway is as a straight man. I've tried a, to explain her so many times to the straight men in my life. And it's just like a blank stare. I explain Caroline Calloway to females now. Like, that's how wild this, my life, like, yeah, I, I, I try it. to, my, my dad okay, is remember, so it's women, women. It's women, not females. Oh, what? what no, you wait, said what? females. Oh, it's women, women, not females. I, yeah. I, I'm not supposed to say females. Yes. Correct. Oh, I didn't know that. Why is that? Why is that? Be an ally because female, uh, uh, it's, it's kind of degrading. Like you talk about females, like animals, like we never say like males, you know, like it's, it okay. makes sound like animals is what people say. I don't, I think it's, you know, not the biggest so deal, say, but it is the politically correct terminology to say woman instead of female. So let's go so feed some, let's go feed women some a, slop. If you want to be a feminist ally. I, I've definitely, yeah, of course. You're like, make me, uh, make uh, me a sandwich, sweetheart. Hey, 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 how you doing, sweetheart? That's Colin Farrell in the Batman. Um, you guys have a great rest of your week. Go support Sophie. Thank you for supporting this podcast. We will talk to you next week. Uh, and I will talk to you again on Tuesday. We have some really, really great guests coming up this week. Uh, there's some really fun surprises. And uh, yeah, that's it. Anything else, Sophie? No, that's it. Thanks, guys. Love you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Betches.